There's nothing that a dad or a mom love more than their own children, their own son, their own daughter. That's true of every heart, of every mom and dad. It doesn't mean that they always show up perfectly because we're all, all of us are wounded by sin and so it doesn't always come out perfectly and some of our moms and dads have trouble letting it out but, but it is universally true of every heart, of every dad and mom. The greatest treasure and prize that you have is your son or your daughter. And to all of our kids, it, it's, it's absolutely true of, of you. You are the treasure and the prize of your parents. It's why they work so hard to support you. It's why they get up in the middle of the night to take care of you when you're sick. It's why they will drop what they're doing to help you with a project at school or to spend time with you in, in sports. It, it's why as soon as you, you scream at home in, in fear or something, they, they come running to you. Every parent's heart has that great treasure. And the way that our moms and dads show it to us can, can be beautifully different from from dad to dad and, and mom to mom. You may remember a few years ago, there was a, a father and a son who had been in the news a lot. The, the son was born with cerebral palsy, so he was born unable to walk. And when he was just a little bit older and, and able to, uh, to, to be in, in school, one of his classmates had some kind of an injury from an accident that left him paralyzed. And, there was going to be a five-mile run to raise money for that fellow student that had just become paralyzed. And, and the, the boy, Rick Hoyt, asked his dad if they could take part in that five-mile run. And what that would mean is, is that his dad, Dick, would have to push his son in his wheelchair for the five-mile race. And they did that. And when it was done, uh, the, the son, Rick, said to his dad that during the race, he said, I felt like my disability disappeared. And the dad was so moved by that, and you, I'm sure many of you know the story, but fast forward 37 years later, and that, that dad, Dick, with his son, Rick Hoyt, they participated over those 37 years in something like 1,125 different endurance events. They did all kinds of marathons. They actually did um, a, a number of Ironman triathlons, all kinds of different things. But in all of those different events, the dad was either pushing, pulling, or like swimming in the triathlons with a rope around him and his son in a little tiny boat, a little skiff right behind him. 37 years of that, all because that dad, in his love for his son, realized this is a way that, that I, I can help my son to experience a, a joyful freedom that, that he, he wouldn't have on his own because he's, he's unable to walk. That's just an, one example uh, to make that point that all of our kids, our sons and our daughters, are the greatest treasure and prize of, of our father's hearts and our mother's hearts. And what's true at that human level it's true for you because it's first true in the very life of God.
You know that every time that we pray, we bless ourselves, we make the sign of the cross, we invoke the Lord, calling on him in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, one God, three divine persons, and that, those are real relationships in God, and in the heart of God the Father, there is no greater treasure or prize that he has than his beloved Son, whom he has begotten. We hear in the gospel today, in the scene of the transfiguration, the Father's voice speaks, as he has in a couple different times in the gospels, and says of, of his son Jesus, this is my beloved son. And that is absolutely it. That's it. No greater treasure, no greater prize in the Father's heart than his son. Now, thinking about this in the second reading today, it's like Paul is looking at the cross and Paul with the cross before him and he's thinking about this incredible act of love, this sacrifice that unleashes so much love that it's able to conquer every single sin. Paul, with this before him, he says to us, look, brothers and sisters, do you see what God the Father has done? He has offered for you his greatest treasure. He's given up for you his greatest prize. And, and Jesus, because he shares the, the Father's love, he, he wants to be part of that offering. But St. Paul says to us in the reading today, he, he says, like, look what's happened for us. If God the Father did not spare his own son, but handed him over for us all, how will he not also give us everything along with him? This is true. What Paul declares there is true. If the Father did not withhold his greatest treasure, is there anything else, any other good gift that he's, that he's going to withhold from you? If he's already gone that far as to give us his own son, will he hold back any good gift from you? Here's why that truth is so important for us to hear always and especially in Lent. Because the reason that, that we, the human family, that we got into this huge mess, the whole reason why death itself entered the world was because our first parents didn't trust the Father. They bought in, sadly, to the lie of the enemy. And we've, we've talked about this so often, but we, we just, the gospel message has always got to come back to it because we, we need to know that this is what happened. But the enemy, the, the serpent, the devil, he got them to believe that the Father wasn't on their side. When the Father told them, it's all yours, the whole garden, only do not eat of this tree in the center of the garden. And the serpent came and said, well, you know why he told you not to is because when you do, you're going to be like him. And he doesn't want that. He, kinda, he wants to keep you under his foot. Like he's holding back on you. And they believed that, that lie. And it's like this deep, fundamental act of, of both mistrust and rebellion that so ruptures the relationship between Adam and Eve and the Father that in this massive chasm that opens up, 
death and sin and every brokenness of the human heart and creation itself rushes in to fill that gap. And so on the second Sunday of Lent, it's like the Lord is saying to us, I, I know during these days that like Jesus is saying, you are with me in the desert and, and you're with me wanting to grow closer to the Father. So look, here's your second lesson of Lent is the Father is worthy of every bit of your trust that you can put in him. Every bit of it. Because if he's already given you his greatest treasure, and like moms and dads, think about how much, and this is, this is a scary thought, like this touches on, like I, I don't know any one of us that, that, that in our heart probably wasn't trembling a bit in the proclamation of that first reading. Moms and dads, think about Man, think about how much you would have to love somebody to say, for you, I'll, I'll give up my son. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. And so the Lord is saying, like, you, trust the Father. And through St. Paul, he's telling us he's already given you the greatest gift he could give. And it cost him. I mean, it's not as though... There, there wasn't some real pain in that. Yes, Jesus is raised from the dead, but they don't go through it in a way where they just, like, they just turn off their feelings. I mean, think about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass by me, but not as I will, but as you will. So we want to pray. I want to encourage you and invite you to pray the second Sunday of Lent that that truth that Paul speaks will be deep in our hearts. If God the Father did not spare his own son but handed him over for us all, how will he not also give us everything else along with him? It's an invitation to trust. We, we get in trouble in the spiritual life when we begin to doubt if, if the Father is on our side. This is so amazing but it, there's actually one more amazing step beyond it, and it's this. That pouring out of love on the cross does not only reconcile the gap between us and the Father, putting an, an end to sin and, and death. I mean, in the big picture, it's, it's been conquered. But that, that power of love has even done something greater. That love poured out in baptism makes us adopted sons and daughters of the Father. That, that, that love that Christ pours out on the cross, it has the power to so unite us and bond us with Jesus that we are given a participation in his own relationship with the Father so that we can be not only in name but in fact the adopted sons and daughters of God. So then just go back to what we started with this morning. Sons and daughters are the greatest treasure and prize of a father's heart. And so that's true now, not only of Jesus, this is my beloved son, but it's true of every one of us who has received that gift in baptism. And that new identity, it, it, it offers us a whole new way of living. And life is, is, is so much messier and messed up 
When we wake up in the morning and we're not sure why we are here, when we don't know our purpose, when we don't know if there's a plan for our life, when we don't know our deepest identity, we're up for grabs and the world can easily just say, oh, I'll, I will happily tell you who you are. And, and so many of us, especially our, our, our kids and our teens and our young adults, like they're just in that formative place. They, they, don't, they don't know who they are yet because they're still maturing, but if they haven't heard it from the Lord, especially through our moms and dads, their hearts are up for grabs and the world will happily lie to them and tell them something utterly different. And so to you guys especially, that the second prayer for this Sunday of Lent is, Father, let me know not only that I can trust you with everything I've got, but let me also know that I belong to you, that my deepest identity is as your son or your daughter, made so in Christ. And let that truth about me be the thing that when I wake up in the morning is the source of my greatest joy. It's, it's the deepest anchor in my life that I have a purpose, that he made me for a reason. And that in all of that, that even when I fail or mess up or sin, the Father is there to forgive. I just want to ask that, that we, we really give our hearts over to those two great prayers this Sunday as we keep moving forward in these, these really powerful days of Lent.